0: Welcome to the Photography Opinion Podcast. We discuss all things photo, video, and camera-related. I'm Ben Lucas.
1: And I'm Stuart Marlantis.
0: And this is PhotoOp.
1: Today on Photo Op, Ben and I are going to talk about something that we found on an F-Stoppers article. Ten things which most photographers don't have, but probably should. We have some strong feelings about this list. Uh, Yes, we do. (laughs) And uh, we're going to break down the list uh, with our thoughts. And we're also going to add on to it um, some things that we personally think that most photographers don't have, but probably should. So let's get right to it. All
0: right. I I, I just want to interject with like... Things that I hate about these roundup lists and things that I hate about these big websites that just post content, 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 is none of the content's good. I would rather (laughs) that a site post once a day or once a week rather than 15 times a day and it's all garbage. So some of the things on these lists, like a gray card, that's like literally the first thing that I bought after my camera. Like mm-hmm. a lens cleaning kit. If you went to Costco, your camera kit probably came with a lens cleaning kit. <laughs> like camera strap? Who raise your hand if you don't have a camera strap? If you're <laughs> raising your hand, you're lying, because every camera comes with one. That's spare true. memory cards and batteries, like who the Who wrote this list? Yeah. Ugh, I'm i I'm sitting you
1: know, on probably half a dozen camera straps myself.
0: Ugh, like every <laughs> like spare batteries. Yeah, you can't shoot a whole day on one bat. I don't, especially if you're like a Sony shooter, you need like eight batteries. Like, not um, anymore. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So, so I feel like the the um, these big sites that just turn out as much content as possible. They put little thought into what the content actually is. And so this article is titled "Things You Probably Don't Have." And I looked at this list. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had all of this year one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. by now of course i have it all this is a stupid list so we're gonna we're gonna think of our own things that you probably don't have but should yeah we're gonna come up with our own list <laughs> uh because oh uh, oh uh, it just hurts me so much just reading these Ugh.
1: i think they have uh they have what one thing on their list that probably they have one thing knowledge. on their list that we agreed with <laughs> yeah, which is a five-in-one so. reflector
0: yeah, um, yeah. so for those of you who don't know what a the difference between a reflector and a 5 in 1 reflector a 5-in-1 reflector um, has black and white on one side, mm-hmm. but then it's got a zipper that it unzips, and if you turn it inside out, it's got gold and silver. Um, I very rarely use the gold, but you can use it to warm up your portraits, but most of the time, if I'm shooting with that, in it, in addition to flash, I want it to match the daylight of the flash, yeah. um, or especially if I'm getting strong sun. So I usually don't use the gold side. Um, but the side that I do use a lot is, if you just... T- the the fifth one so you got black white silver gold um and the fifth one is you just take off the cover completely and then you have a diffuser so you put mm-hmm. that in between your subject and the sun and it you, they still get all of the light that the sun is shining on their face but it's just this beautiful soft diffused look and it looks like you're using a big soft box
1: yeah pro tip that works great for video lights too like you can put a yes. light behind it like in a studio just clamp yes. it somewhere put a put a harsh light behind it and it makes it a nice big soft light.
0: Yeah, if you if you have um, just like a really cheap light or if you have one of those like theater style video mm-hmm. lights um, just putting up a big uh, diffusion panel like that works wonders yeah. like you don't actually have to get fancy soft boxes
1: yeah five and one reflectors are really reasonably priced um, i think i
0: have like four of them in various sizes like yes, they're they're a here. fantastic thing i i do have one that is uh maybe like the size of your face um mm-hmm. when it's folded up but then it unfolds to about two feet i think mm-hmm. um and th- that just stays in my camera bag and i carry it with me everywhere but when i go on a shoot where i specifically need a bigger one i have one that's you know maybe the size a little smaller than a tire um and that folds out to extremely large and mm-hmm. i use that sometimes too so yeah five and one reflectors only thing on their list that is is worth mentioning yeah.
1: <laughs> definitely get one if you don't have one already uh, or more just, than one
0: <laughs> what What are some other things you can think of that uh that people probably don't have but oh, should man.
1: uh so many things um one thing right off the bat that kind of uh, helps with all sorts of other equipment is a multi tool of some form. I oh, think yeah, that's absolutely. Super handy. Um, I personally uh, have a, a Gerber shard uh, on my keychain, and I've used that like a thousand times a year. <laughs> I've, I've had one on my keychain for years. I will continue to have my keychain on. Uh, one of my keychain for years. Um, And they go, it's a multi-tool that also you can get through airport security. It doesn't have like a knife on it, but um, I will actually,
0: um, I did a video about things that I have in my camera bag. So I will link that in the show notes. Um, I have a video that shows, and I think there are links to the Gerber shard and the other multi-tool that I use in there as well.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, so Gerber Shard, um, if you, if you are flying, that's a good one to have just cause it's got some, uh, it's got, uh, screw two different screwdrivers on it, a, a Phillips and a flathead. It's got some ability to kind of lever things. It's, it's a nice little multi-tool. Um, I like to carry a Leatherman Wave around as well, um, which I know is a lot bigger, a lot heavier, but it gives you, you know, a, what, 14, 15 tools in it um it just comes i in also handy. have a
0: leatherman that's just extremely old so i have no idea what style it is but yeah, oh, yeah. just having a multi-tool <laughs> comes in handy.
1: some kind of multi-tool uh what it, whichever one you like best or fits best for your situation um but and some just general. feel better in your hands like. yeah right like i i went through a couple different multi-tools before i landed on the wave as the one that i like the best um but yeah the, your, your mileage may vary don't necessarily say the wave is the only way to yeah. go <laughs> just the one I
0: um Uh, Something else that I have in my camera bag. So, uh, the camera bag that I have, I know it's a little bit clunky when I'm doing, you know, weddings or something like that, but for most portrait shoots, it's really nice because it was actually designed as a hiking backpack. So, um it has a rain cover protection built into it. There's actually a little secret pouch that you can pull out the rain cover and then flip it around the bag. Very so, cool. um, I have that for my camera bag. I have that for, uh, whenever I use my, uh, think tank speed belt, mm-hmm. um, every single pouch on the speed belt has its own rain cover protection under the bottom. Um, And then hidden in another like secret fold in my camera bag. I just have a very cheap. um, It basically is just a um, like a ballistic nylon type sleeve where Mm -hmm. with cinch straps so you can cinch the front and cinch the end that was my first one it only cost like 30 bucks and it does a decent job of rain protection but i've also Mm -hmm. upgraded since then of like when i'm going out and i know it's raining i have uh one of those big clear ones so you can see your camera through it and you stick a hand in each hole and then you can hold your camera Mm -hmm. and it's perfectly insulated from like rain or hail um and then it's got a big strap around the front that you can um like tighten down on the lens set of like your seventy two hundred
1: or something like that. Um, and if you're really on a budget, I mean, just like a garbage get bag can sometimes work. Like you might have to tear a hole in it or, you know, yeah. modify it well, in some way, but like throw a garbage bag. I mean, they, they crush up really, t- really tiny throw a garbage true. bag in your, yeah, the, in your camera the bag. the one that I cover. have,
0: um, Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find a link, see if Mm -hmm. they even make them anymore, but yeah, it's, it's so small and it just has a sin strap on either side so that you can tighten it so that rain doesn't get in, um, in -hmm. between like the, the bag, but it's just this little bag that crinkles up so tiny. Um, yeah, definitely worth having if something, you know, flies in and you can't, you know, you're not prepared for the rain. It's great having that. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what other things should we have on this list?
1: Well, um, one of the things that I carry with me all the time is actually a mini ball head. Now, granted, I shoot video a lot, but I actually have it right here. It's it's so key to me. It's literally <laughs> on my desk. Here we go. <laughs> it is this mini ball head. Um, this was uh, part of the reason I carry this is because this is a gift from my dad. He used it for his pretty much his entire career as a photographer, and it was bequeathed to me. Um, but why I carry a mini ball head? Well, uh, one, it's just awesome to have that extra flexibility for adding things to the top of your, uh, cold shoe. So you can see it's this particular one is a cold shoe adapter. You can also unscrew this and attach it to a normal tripod, uh, screw as well. But, um, if you have, um, an external monitor or, uh, f- some sort of flash unit, like a speed light or really anything that you'd you want to put it. on yeah. your cold shoe, you can aim it. Instead of being stuck with just f- facing forward you know, at an at a exact horizontal angle, you can aim it. And that seems like a little kind of silly thing, but really these are so small. It's so easy to throw in your bag. Um, and I use it constantly. Like I'm going to use this for 30 years as well, I'm sure. Um, so get an, a good little one that really holds. There are some really, really cheap ones that don't hold the ball very tightly. So make sure you don't go too cheap. But get a nice little one and throw it in your bag, and I promise you'll use it a lot more than you expect.
0: Uh, Something else kind of in that same vein that I have that I don't carry with me that often, but every once in a while I have a shoe where I'm like, oh, I should Mm -hmm. grab that. Um, it, It is this little bracket that actually screws into the bottom tripod mount of your camera that gives you three extra cold shoes. Nice. So nice. that you can mount more stuff to it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I can use the hot shoe of the actual camera for like a flash or a trigger, but then I can use the cold shoe to mount like a microphone or a monitor. Yeah, um,
1: super useful for video shooting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, To have absolutely. something like that. Um, let's see. Oh, something else. Uh, when you're shooting video, uh, especially um, video shooters use more filters, generally speaking, than yeah. um, than photo shooters because uh, they use polarizers. They use ND filters. Um, there are so many things that uh, photo shooters use or video shooters
1: shutter- use. Yeah, got to keep that shutter speed at the right, <laughs> at the right
0: absolutely <laughs> for for the motion blur which photographers yeah. don't care about as much um, but if you're the type of shooter who uses a lot of filters having a filter wrench because mm-hmm. if you ever um if you ever drop or impact the front of your camera that uh, filter can get stuck on that lens and then it'll be very very hard to get it off uh, without uh, actually just like breaking it Yeah. Um, so uh filter wrench is a little circular thing that you just kind of pinch and grab and it gives you a little extra torque to get those stuck filters off of your lens. So yeah, maybe like you'll break the threads of the filter as you're pulling it off, but you're breaking a $30 item instead of a $1,000 item.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier to so <laughs> So uh, f-
0: yeah, if you're the type of photographer that uses filters on your camera, that's, that's a good little item to have.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Um, let's... What are some other things?
1: Oh, well, one, uh, this this is kind of, uh, uh, this depends a little bit on your camera. But um, one thing that I always carry in my bag, even though it is actually kind of heavy, is a, a decent-sized USB battery. Um, now, increasingly, cameras are allowing you to charge their batteries by plugging the camera into USB. Your camera, you know, your again, your mileage may vary. Your camera might be one of those that's capable of that and might not. If it's not capable of that, it's still useful for charging up your phone. Sometimes you're going out on a shoot, you're kind of far from cell service. Your phone works really hard to connect to those towers and burns through battery really fast. Or maybe you're using an app um, that like has a Sunseeker app, your notes or, or Sunseeker yeah. app, or you're using your phone, you put your phone potentially a lot during a as shoot a tool, yeah. as an actual tool, and your phone will burn through the battery much faster than than usual and a usb battery backup is really handy for that um there are all sorts of sizes and capacities so choose just like a good manufacturer something like uh somebody like anchor is a a good solid consistent manufacturer of usb batteries but choose one that has a couple outputs that's got a decent capacity um they make some gigantic ones, so don't go too crazy because it becomes a lot to Then it becomes about.
0: heavy, and then you won't yeah, want to carry it. and then
1: it. you yeah. won't want to carry it. So don't go too big, but one with at least a couple outputs, so maybe you and um, uh, maybe an assistant you have can, can charge off of it simultaneously is really handy. And uh, at best, you can recharge your camera if you need it. You can charge your phone. At worst, you can just charge your phone, but that's still enough, um, in my opinion, to be worth carrying a USB battery.
0: For sure. Um, Yeah, some non-camera related things that I can think of. Um, Mm -hmm. This is especially good when I shoot weddings, but really when I do any kind of portraits. um, Have a lint brush, uh, hair hair pins, hair ties, clothes pins, safety pins. um, Have mints. (laughs) (laughs) um all all of these things uh yeah uh, every wedding season i just buy a new box of uh safety pins and i go through nearly the entire box every wedding season because i'm not gonna ask for that back but like like it comes in super handy of like oh shoot this ripped here let me pin Mm -hmm. it for you or if you're working on a portrait shoot and the model's shirt is a little saggier than you want it to be you can just kind of tighten it up and pin in the back so yeah so many different things you can do um, with that, uh, you know, if they have, have a pet, getting that pet hair off mm-hmm. um, with a lint brush.
1: Along the, the theme of uh, clamping items like clothespins. <laughs> oh, like little <laughs> uh, A-clamps. Yeah. You, uh, clamps are super nice to have in your bag. I keep at least a couple in my bag. Even if I'm not necessarily planning on rigging something, you just never know when they'll come in handy for for attaching something to a tripod um or or you're you know maybe you have a reflector and you were planning on holding it but really it'd be nice if you could just clamp it to something clamp it to a branch or clamp it to a stand or something at a different angle than you were expecting or in a different way than you were expecting having a clamp that allows you to do that quickly and easily is hugely valuable and you can get pretty small clamps that that uh, hold quite well so uh, you don't have to buy some giant clamp you can just have a couple small clamps and that should tide you over if you need
0: yeah Um, I definitely have like in studio I have those big A clamps which are great in studio and then um, I also have, like, uh, the Manfrotto-style super clamp. But mm-hmm. I just have, like, you can get them at, like, Harbor Freight of, like, a couple for a buck. Of yeah, just yeah. the really tiny A-clamps. That's
1: exactly what I'm thinking. Yep. Like, the tiny plastic A-clamps, um, you can get a bag of them at Harbor Freight for a few dollars. Yep. Um, and then just throw a couple in your bag. It's really worth doing.
0: Um, a couple of other things that are definitely worth mentioning. Um, gaffer's tape. If you're doing a little bit of a bigger set, um, anytime you run a cable, you're going to want to have gaffers tape on your set because Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to have any tripping hazards. So this is less so of like you're out at a park, you know, doing something and more of like you, you know, went to a client's conference room and you're setting up a headshot session. And like if you need to run a cable, tape it down
1: Mm. and specifically gaffers tape, not duct tape. They're oh oh dear thing.
0: lord no never <laughs> ever buy duct tape ever again
1: stop yeah. it <laughs> it, uh, I, it i know paying for gaffers tape sucks like gaffer ta- gaffer's tape it is, is a lot more, more expensive, expensive. True. it sucks but it is so much better in every way it's so much stronger it sticks better it is well it doesn't worth leave it. residue is the most it doesn't important leave residue and yeah. um and uh one little thing uh gaff gaff tape has comes in many different sizes. So just because everybody carries the standard size,
0: two inch and four inch. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So I, I actually just as like a, a last ditch backup, if I forgot like a full roll of gaff tape is I have a little roll. That's about, um, I mean about the size of just my fingers like that of, of one inch gaff tape. And I have used that so many times. It's now a permanent addition to my bag because it's just, it has, it saved me. Like I, I keep it in there. So consistently that I actually don't add it to my bag when I leave. It, it just lives in my bag. And I forget that I have it in there. And then I'll be at a shoot and think, oh, I could really use some gaff tape right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have that little roll. And it's <laughs> saved me so many times. It's great, really. Like, I, At the very I, least, get, get a little roll and keep it in your bag and forget it's there until... It comes in handy and then it is so worth it. You'll be patting yourself. I
0: like am that. <laughs> adding that to my shopping cart right now um, awesome. <laughs> because I, I have those big two inch rolls that yeah, you which are great. see. But you know, if, if you, but if, if you I, have those, that's the I ultimate. Forget but... to bring it with me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. What are, what are some other things? Oh, if you're shooting with models or if you're shooting, um, like, architecture and you don't want building security to get Mm -hmm. you, um, have some kind of contract. So Mm -hmm. if you're Mm -hmm. shooting with a model, um, have a model release. Um, If it – written is perfect, but uh, you can use an app. Um, I actually don't think that the app that I use uh, is, like a thing anymore. Um, I just keep using it because it already got installed on my devices. <laughs> but I don't think you can get it now, um, so I w- I won't even mention it. Um, but yeah, you you can get apps for model yeah, releases, or you can just do paper model releases. Um, if you're shooting architecture, have um, and especially if you're shooting it like for a client or a newspaper mm-hmm. or something, building security is probably gonna hassle you and say, hey, you can't do that. So having a written piece of paper that's like Like, hey, I'm allowed to be here. Because the thing is, like, there's no accreditations for being a photographer. Like, there are no Mm -hmm. actual official things. Like, yeah, you could, like, go get a permit if you're doing an actual shoot or something. But Mm -hmm. most of the time... Just having some form of accreditation or permission or mm-hmm. permit, even if you write it yourself, like Ron from Parks and Rec. Yeah, <laughs> um, some sort of
1: I'm here for a reason. I'm like here I'm for a reason. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: just, yeah, having something with you gets you out of trouble nine times out of ten. Yeah. Um, so that that's a good thing to have in your bag
1: especially when you have the next thing on our list in your bag, which will gather more What's attention, a tripod. <laughs> oh, I was going to say,
0: we have a list? Where? Where's the list? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, true. We're, we're, this is pretty a pretty free-form list, but you will especially need a written uh, written form of some kind if you have a tripod. That's going yes. to attract building security like none other.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah, tripod. So the so the thing is, like, you can have a $15,000 Leica professional camera like none other and they will just think you are a tourist yeah but if you stick down a 500 hundred dollar, you know costco camera on top of a tripod all of a sudden you're a professional photographer because exactly. you have a tripod <laughs> so yeah ha- having a tripod is a great thing to carry with you um mm. if you can find a nice travel size one and it's something that you yeah. end up using a lot but uh yeah definitely have some kind of written contract or written permission if you're going to plop down a tripod somewhere
1: on on the tripod front um it's, having just something in my experience is better than nothing. One of the, you know, the thing that you see a lot of people carrying around is those uh, like gorilla pods, which, which work pretty well. I mean, they're not going to get you far off the ground, but I will say I've been watching the travel tripod market um, recently just because I wanted a, a carbon fiber uh, travel tripod, something really that's really can compact, very small and is very, very light so that I will actually carry it. And boy, carbon fiber is getting so inexpensive right now. So if you've been like me, where you put off, put off buying a, a nice small travel tripod for a long time because you're like, ah, I'd only really want carbon fiber for the weight, and well, and for the other benefits of carbon fiber, um, but also that you just said ah, it's too expensive. I'm not going to even bother. It's just way too expensive. They're hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Um, they're getting so inexpensive. I'm seeing some really good tripods for. Approaching $100 made out of carbon fiber. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, take take a second look at that market. Um, I just bought one recently. I'm not going to recommend it here because I'm not... Uh, I'm, you haven't, I, tested I haven't tested it. I haven't tested enough yet. to feel super confident. But I will say my initial impressions are that, wow, inexpensive carbon fiber tripods are are now really good and really worth your attention. If you I, know, a...
0: I know a bunch of years back you helped me buy a tripod. I want to yeah. say this was like six or seven years ago. I spent like $300 mm-hmm. on it and it only lasted me for like six months to a year before I stopped being happy with it. So yeah,
1: it's it, tripods are there. There seems to be a lot more competition and a lot more innovation, especially in the kind of budget um, or at least good bang for your buck um, area of the market. And uh, yeah, this, this one that I picked up recently, I mean, does it get the tallest? Well, no, but, um, is it super light? Is it something that I literally actually am carrying regularly because it's so light and so small? Yes. And that's kind of ultimately what matters. Um, so definitely, definitely take a second look on, on that, that space. If you've just written it off before now, cause boy, I, I was really surprised at what I found and, and how, how good and how inexpensive these things are getting.
0: That's awesome. Um, I think the very last thing that I will mention mm-hmm. is that if you are a speedlight photographer or you use flash all the time, then you are, of course, going to have a speedlight. But if you are a natural light photographer, mm-hmm. I still think it's worth picking up a cheap speedlight. Um, and I know I have a video on my YouTube channel where I talk about speedlights. That video is actually quite old. I think I would have new recommendations today. Um, this is not a speedlight review episode so not really going to get into it but you can pick up a really high quality speed light for anywhere between 80 to 120 bucks mm-hmm. um and what what if you are a natural light photographer my recommendation is uh, you don't even have to get super fancy and get triggers and stuff just put it on your camera and then swivel the head and bounce it you can, mm-hmm. uh, yep. you can bounce it off that five in one reflector that you're carrying. you can bounce it off a building wall. You can uh, if you're shooting a wedding, uh, you can have a groomsman take off their jacket and bounce it off their white shirt. Like <laughs> there are there yeah. are so many things creative. that you can do to just up uh up your up your game and up your photos. And sometimes you need it because mm-hmm. uh, you literally cannot take a good photo. There's not enough available light so if you get stuck in that situation um having a cheap speed light by your side uh it works wonders it can save a life
1: (laughs) And (laughs) and it's a great learning opportunity for nothing else like even if you're just shooting for fun you're just you know, it's it's more of a hobby than it is a business. Like having a speed light, even if you're a natural light photographer, just it opens that, opportunities. It, it opens opportunities, and it lets you experiment and learn. And maybe eventually, you aren't just a nat- uh, only natural light photographer because you're you're enjoying yourself, you're learning, you're more confident with a speed light, and now you can start applying it to client work. So it's um, yeah. it's well worth having and experimenting with. It is not the financial burden to get into that it used to be
0: that's true it used to be hundreds of dollars and now yeah. for less than a hundred dollars yeah. you can definitely get a good 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 one so um, mm-hmm. I, I am definitely a my go-to is to use a flash but um, this spring the last couple of uh, shots that I've done um, mm-hmm. I barely even pulled it out out if at all just because we go out the light is perfect so um, yeah it's maybe not all the time but just having one in your bag it's worth having mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. definitely.
0: Uh, so I think that's a pretty good list of things that you should have in your bag that maybe you don't. Um, we'll, we'll put links to some of these things where appropriate. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you listening to this episode. Um, if you have any ideas, uh, actually go and leave a comment on, uh, whatever platform of choice, uh, if your podcasting platform doesn't allow comments. Go find this episode on YouTube and leave a comment with um, what would you recommend that people should put in their camera bag.
1: Yeah, and uh, especially if you've got um, you've got follow up that that you'd like us to talk about or related to this topic, um, send us an email at hello at photo-op dot show. Um, that'll get it right to us. And um, maybe we could do a follow-up on this someday. Maybe we're missing some things that are really useful uh, and that people have great ideas about and uh, we, should, we should talk about. So we would love to do that. Um, shoot us an email, uh, post a comment so that we can see the, that input and uh, we would be very pleased.
0: Absolutely. And uh, very last thing before we sign off is we are a couple episodes in now. So if you like this show, share it with a friend. Tell someone about us. Uh, That really helps grow the show, uh, helps Mm -hmm. us uh, get more people sending in more questions so we can give you more content. So we really appreciate
1: it. And if your platform has reviews, um, if you'd shoot us a review, that would be great. That is very helpful.
0: Um, So thank you so much for listening. And uh, what are we talking about next
1: time? Kind of a a callback to our Raw versus JPEG episode. We're going to talk about the next stage of that what resolution do you actually need
0: (laughs) megapixels are all the rage but how much do you actually need
1: how many are actually worth your time (laughs) and money (laughs) so next time what resolution do you actually need it's gonna be a great one